You're listening to the Late Night Football Show with your host, Rohit Singh. That's me. On this show, we talk about some of the most serious, least silly topics from the world of football for your entertainment and enjoyment. Please remember that the show is BYOL. Bring your own laughs, since we don't have the budget for a studio audience. Happy listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Late Night Football. This is our match day three of the Premier League uh, preview show. And we're going to talk about a few of the games that are coming up this weekend. Some really big games, actually, to look forward to. And to analyze that with us, we have three experts. First up, uh, returning back to the show again, Adarsh. Uh, welcome back to the show. Hello. Yeah, Thank you for having Nishikan. me. Yeah, I was saying, Nishikan, that I think uh, you, you, you two have been on the show so long. You guys are like super experts now. I want to back on the show. Um, but also back on the show, we have Shashwat uh, from an Arsenal fan. Uh, first time on video, though, Shashwat, welcome to the show again. Hi, Rohit. Thanks for having me. Yes, for sure. And we also have uh, Ninad Patwadan for the first time appearing on the show. So there's a bit of freshness there, but welcome, Ninad, to the show as well. Thank you so much, Rohit. Uh, thank you, Shashwat, and others as well. Thank you for having me, guys. And let's, let's see how we look up to the Magic Week 3. Yeah, well, it was always nice to have a United fan. So, I mean, at least from my perspective. Yeah. So, uh, let's get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, let's get right into it. And we're actually going to start uh, with Manchester United because that is the first game of this weekend. So, we're going to talk about that. Manchester United against Brighton. The first of two uh, possible games because uh, we could probably play... I don't know if that game has happened yet or not. But yeah, Brighton against United is possibly going to happen in the League Cup as well. So, first of two potential games that will happen. But we're going to talk about the League game. and. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't a very good game uh, last weekend with Crystal Palace. Uh, we'll forget the Luton one for now. It wasn't a very good game. Uh, but right into it, what changes do you want to see in, 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 this, in this upcoming game for Manchester United? Uh, most importantly, the like com- coming uh, from so many years now, what I see is that I don't see an intent at all. The the, the first 11, the playing 11, I, I don't see an intent anyone. It's, you, you see people loitering around on the floor. You see like while we are kids, we want to just run around behind the ball and you are at a professional level. You don't do that, you know. And I, I just don't know. It, it's so sad to see the team playing that way from where they were and now where they are. And from 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 the, the whistle itself, I did not see any intent from the team and it's very sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was so angry that day that I actually stopped midway no, watching no, the match. No. And, and then... My friend, my friend just pinged me on the group and that Crystal Palace have got a penalty now and which they missed because Diaz's foot was off the line and I was so happy and I was like, okay, fine, they can make a comeback now. But impossible. I, I mean, I don't think this team can do anything, to be very honest. Being a United fan, it's really sad for me to say this, but it, there, are, there are different angles to it if you can look at the transfer window and everything. But... Yeah. Let's try, look that apart. let's try to look at this game. I mean, let's look at it in isolation. I don't think there'll be any new signings done in time. So, uh, would you start with the... Uh, I mean, I'm sure Lindelof. Would you start with Lindelof? Would you start with Bai? Or would you give a chance to Mengi? I will start with Bai. I think I, I, I just... I have always liked Bai more than Lindelof, to be very honest. Personal opinion, though. Yeah. But... Again, and and I mean, look at look at Maguire. I was just reading some uh, tweets the other day, and someone someone had tweeted about Maguire that we why have they bought a 80 million refrigerator, and he is that. I mean, he doesn't move. <laughs> you just place him somewhere, and he just keeps watching here and there, always ready to raise his hand for an offside and explain it's not. I mean, you need to tag back. You need to you know keep keep on playing, and he doesn't do that. And 
and to be very honest with you he's he's like 80 88 million pound defender but i think if you compare him with lindelof i will i will have lindelof and buy them because i i just don't want to see maguire in the team i mean why why is he even a captain if you see your team is trailing you need to be a leader on the team and coming from a united fan we have seen legends you know forcing the team fighting on the field on the pitch to show what football means to them what the badge means to them like but no one no one shows that intent on on the field and it's really sad so yeah i'll, I'll go with bai instead of instead wow. of lindelof and yeah i think i think i, I was not sure why van bissaka was on the bench he was not even on the bench the other day he was fit enough Yeah, yeah he played against exactly. Luton, so I'm assuming he will start. Um, yeah. Also, and so, uh, Shashwat, uh, controversial question for you: Would you go with uh, Paul Pogba or Van de Beek? Yeah, at present, I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, Ole might go with uh, Paul Pogba because mm-hmm. uh, because uh, as you can see that uh, in the previous means uh, in the just towards the end of the season, Pogba had a can see he was doing okay. and so was not that bad but uh, he, he won't few games with uh, for uh, united so i think uh, at present he will uh, vandervik might be uh, might be uh, settling down a little bit tony vandervik so uh, ole might might tell him to settle down a little bit so he might be used as a substitute and at present i think uh, ole will go with paul uh, pogba Yeah, uh, yeah it seems that way. he didn't play. He didn't play over the weekend against. Uh, sorry, over the week against Luton. So we'll have to see uh, what that. Uh, maybe his fitness. Maybe just trying to protect him. Adarsh, uh, uh, who do you think is going to be the key player? Now we know Brighton have a few uh, threats there. Uh, I think there's a lot of talk about Lampy uh, being really, really good. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think is going to be the key player for Manchester United uh, in this one? Uh, there would be two key players in my view. The first one would be Martial because he's the goal-scoring guy in United. at the moment and nobody else is scoring more than goal more goals than him right at the moment so marshall would be on the highlight show once again this season because united haven't signed another striker for a partnership there it's just rashford and him rashford plays on the wing plays on the center he can play there so it's rashford plus bruno fernandes again i i just take sticks on him i know because of his penalty taking but uh, it's fine because he has been performing really well for united and he'll be under the radar once again for everyone especially united fans yeah shonina no. do you agree with that do you think others uh, others must be so sad that he wasn't playing uh, in the playing 11 when mata got that penalty <laughs> i mean other was being good damn man so that it, was a legit must... penalty i mean you know it's, it's a legit yeah, it, it was it was but there's, there's no there's no denying that it was uh, a very legit penalty yeah. absolutely so who do you think is going to be the key player I think yeah, as I I totally agree with others here that Marshall has been the scoring guy for United. So you know you can you can feed him balls, he can do that. But but feed him balls is the bigger question here. And yeah, Bruno has been uh, good enough. So let's see. And uh, as Shashwat said, that I will go with Pogba or Van der Beek. I'm not sure either of them because Pogba Pogba for me seems to be a very you know I I don't know what word to use here, but. he he has his moments where in a 90 minute game he will show his glimpses of his talent and brilliance that he genuinely possesses there is no doubt about it but that will last only for you know like 20 minutes in the game and at a level where you are you need to possess that for 90 minutes 90 plus whatever it is and he is a brilliant player but you need to you need to show but i feel, i personally feel pogba is a very good player he just need that motivation and partnership in that midfield a good right. player along with him who can push him and as well as uh, himself 
So Bruno could be that player if he plays, if, he, if things goes along good. And Ole needs to be on toes with him, like to push his limits. Because at Juventus, we all know that we have seen the peak of Pogba, what he can do. He can take shots, he can pass, he can tackle as well. But he needs that determination from the manager itself. So let's see how it goes. I, I have I have this one one thing about Pogba, like from where he was at United in his early career, and then he moved on to Juventus. Now I'm sure we all of us watch different other leagues as well. I think that he spent so much years at Juventus. What has happened with him is he is still probably not up to, uh, you know, mentally that in English football you do not get much time on the ball. You know, you the defenders completely chase you down very quickly. And looking at City and Liverpool, the way they keep pressing hard, and even even Sheffield United, I was looking at their match the other day. They were ten men down, but they were pushing for the goal in the, in the last dying minutes of the game. And United just like give up. So for for me. What I think is Pogba needs to understand is that he needs to, as others very correctly said, that if he finds a partnership with, with Bruno, that, that understanding between two and then, you know, keep uh, giving through balls here and there, he can be a really brilliant player, which he already is, I'm sure, but he needs someone to support him. Yeah, well, we shall see what happens in the game, but thanks for that. Uh, quick uh, score prediction, Sashwat, uh, what do you think is going to be the score? Yeah. In my opinion, I think United might get a uh, will get a win this time. So, uh, but uh, they will not keep a clean sheet. So, I think one two, Brighton uh, one and United two. Yeah. Okay, it might be a bit bold, but uh, others, what's your prediction? With uh, two one as well, because I uh, like I'm seeing United lose another match because uh, the rhythm is not there at the moment. They, they won the last match, but still the Premier League rhythm, the first team player rhythm is still lacking. The match sharpness is still not up to the mark. 2-1 from 2-1 to Brighton. Yeah. Brighton. yeah no, he starts with 2-1 to Manchester United, so it's a different yeah. <laughs> uh, score, oh. first score. Uh, Ninad, what do you think? I think uh, it will be a 2-0 victory for United. Just, I'm, I'm not, it will, uh, to be very honest, if, uh, and just to keep others happy, probably they'll get a penalty as well. <laughs> it's just, just to just keep kidding. Ole in the job, not me happy. <laughs> Ole remains in the job, United gets, Ole, I, gets a penalty. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get sacked the way it has been happening over the past seven years. Just, you know, 18 months, 20, 24 months contracts and then, not, not contracts, just sack them. Don't do that. Give them time, but yeah, but. If you give them time, it needs to show on the field. But still a 2 nil victory for United with a couple of scrappy goals, I would say. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it will be at best a draw. I don't see them getting more than a draw, to be honest. But we shall see how it happens. Um, we'll definitely keep that. Uh, but we touched on it. Uh, prediction. Do you think United are going to get a penalty this weekend? Before, before anybody else asks. Do you think they're going to get a penalty? How is that a question? Uh, <laughs> like, this is a fact. Either they get the penalty or the opposition get the penalty. It's a penalty in the United match. Okay. So there's going I don't think that. I don't think so. There'll be a penalty tomorrow. Well, I mean, you mean on, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Saturday, not tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fine. All right. Okay. No worries. Well, thank you for that. Uh, the United game. I think uh, we'll do a little bit of roundup later on, but we'll move on now to uh, the other game, Chelsea. I believe playing West Brom uh, this uh, weekend. So. They were actually pretty impressive against Barnsley, 6-0, but it is Barnsley. Uh, Adash, let's start with you. Who do you think should start? Should it be uh, Christensen is suspended? So do you think they should start with Tomori or Silva? Both of them played in the last game. I don't know if you watched the Barnsley game. They both played. They're okay. Uh, who do, who yeah, would you start with? Thiago Silva would start. Thiago Silva uh, is an experienced player and he played yesterday's game as well. Yesterday or day before yesterday. 
so he was fine he is doing fine he just need some momentum which uh, i think he'll gain it really quickly because he is 35 36 years old such players don't need like many games to gain some momentum and he will start with zuma zuma and silva okay yeah. uh, shashwat uh, hat trick for havertz again only bansley but uh, got hat trick you think he's now ready to light up the premier league getting in form in uh, actually since uh, uh, for kai havertz uh, i have been uh, i've not seen him uh, Against Liverpool, I think he was a little bit uh, off. He, he had his moment, but he was a little bit off. But uh, uh, if uh, with, uh, against uh, in this EPL, I think he will take a little bit time to settle. He will not be immediately be a success, but but uh, against West Brom uh, or in, against uh, initially in last in the first six or seven games, he will take time to settle down, and after that he will be. i think uh, he will be, do a good job uh, i one thing i think uh, i have seen that he might like lack a little bit uh, against physical defenders he might be having a little bit of trouble but big uh, big uh, but since uh, 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 let's see what he does so. yeah i mean uh, it's interesting though like you were talking about settling in he didn't have a couple of uh, he didn't have the, the best of games but seem to be doing uh, he got he did pretty well as with the hat trick in the last game uh, yeah. so yeah i mean it's but west from uh, adarsh uh, they would be accommodating op- opponents right based on the way that they played in the last two games they seem like the kind of opponent with the way that they played might be good for harvards because there'll be a lot of space uh, with the defense in the defense right the way that yeah because uh, harvards is a player who needs space he is more of a free player uh, he doesn't play much on wings he play in the middle so either he can be at the front or move in the channels he's more of a if you compare it with a city player uh, he could be more of a like slightly off david silva kind of a player who doesn't have that much of a speed as like young david silva uh, or as david silva but he has that vision he has that like play the ball into the channels he can do that uh, he just need that game time the same thing with thiago silva he just need that momentum into the first team like every other chelsea new signing same for werner as well he is just running like a headless chicken these days but he 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 needs that momentum yeah and uh, nenad who think is going to be the key player for chelsea in this game uh, we talked about harvets is going to be harvets or it's going to be someone else i think yeah as uh, both of them very correctly said that harvets can be a key player and uh, with the comparison with david silva i think he can create those spaces you know as he likes to play in the middle uh, and he can keep keep running or not surely with a lot of pace as such or but giving long balls as such but you know giving short passes and creating spaces uh, you know attracting defenders to yourself so other players get a lot of chance to move into the channels as other said so he really can uh, uh, create a lot of uh, space and a lot of prowess uh, in the front but that being said i think he might take to get into that level yesterday as you said he did score the hat trick against bansley but i i think he would take a couple of games maybe more to completely understand the kind of philosophy that lampard wants i hope and chelsea are very potent ahead i mean we saw that last time but unfortunately they also leaked in 54 goals which is which is a lot so maybe uh, with thiago silva they can they can you know help that out so both of them are key players to chelsea and they have done a lot of signings man 250 million and above for seven signings i i hope it shows good on the table 
Yeah, well, it, yeah, they've got another new goalkeeper as well recently, so they're just yeah. Like, Mendy yeah. is also with them now. Yeah. Oh, that Mainly, uh, regarding regarding the key player fact, I think the goalkeeper is going to be the, the, the most important player for Chelsea. I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depend on and for the oppositions. Yes. <laughs> and for the oppositions, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, Shashwat, would you start? I mean, it looked like Havertz and Abraham have some connection. So, quick question: Would you do you think is it a good is it a good idea to start uh, Tammy and then play Werner on the wing, or would you uh, would you would you keep Tammy on the bench and play Werner as a striker? Yeah, I think uh, because uh, in my opinion, I think I think if I was Lampard, I would have started Werner only because uh, because uh, as you know that he has been spent, he has been bought. Very and uh, just now in the season, so and uh, he was scoring lots of goals against uh, for Leipzig. So if you have bought a player uh, uh, from uh, about for that particular money, so uh, and and he should be starting. Uh, and I will I will think that this is a game which Timo Werner may get goals, uh, get his open uh, over his account open. By scoring uh, one or two goals, so I think, and it's West Brom. I think they, they have considered seven goals in uh, the first two games. So, in my opinion, this time, uh, this is an ideal op- uh, opposition to to start your uh, Chelsea career. So, in my opinion, uh, I will go with him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Adash, predict the score. What do you think is going to be the score? Oh, yeah, the score. Yeah, the score. Uh, it's going to be three-zero for me. Chelsea. And uh, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea win with uh, like Werner scoring two and Tommy Abraham coming in and scoring one as well. Tommy, not Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, sorry, Tommy. Uh, Nenad, what do you think is going to be the score? I think it's going to be three 0 as well. Not sure about the scores here, but I think Werner will get one. And Tommy comes in pretty late. Depends on the depends on the scoreline when Lampard decides to get him uh, into the game. But if it's if it's a good enough scoreline, then they want some game time for all the players. But yeah, it will be a, it will be a clinical victory for Chelsea, is what I think. Yeah, uh, Shashwat. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, also it will be three zero Chelsea. Uh, maybe Werner will score or Havertz and one of the substitutes. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> like either Tammy or uh, any other means. Yeah. Substitute. Yeah. So I think it'll be 5-1. I don't think Chelsea will keep a clean sheet. I think that's a little bit too expectation. 5-1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you said 5-1. 5-1, yes. The one, the one that will be considered will be Kepa flapping and missing. That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> Says Kepa, you can't expect Chelsea to keep a clean sheet. But we shall see. Exactly. My predictions usually don't come correct. So uh, maybe you guys will be right. On that. So let's move on to uh, Tottenham. Uh, playing against Newcastle. We're not going to spend too much time on Tottenham. Small club. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, we'll talk. Uh, straightforward win, right? I mean, it's Newcastle. They are hammered 3-0 in the last game. It seems like a straightforward win, others, right? It should be. Yeah, absolutely. The team is looking in some fine form. Like Players are looking confident after a long time because uh, that confidence was missing in them. And uh, yeah, Jose has done a good job in the dressing room. He has brought in all the confidence in the team. And they are playing for the jersey. And uh, like Jose has also made it clear that Daily Ali is not a part of his plan anymore, and he has been like linking his moves to PSG as of now. And let's see if he stays or not. Even if he stays, I don't think Jose will include him very much in this season itself because we have seen it from Jose. Like when he doesn't like a player, he doesn't include him in the team, in the first team. Uh, 
he prefers him on the bench or not even in the bench the reserves so it would be better if delhi leaves and uh, say by that means jose can restore and like maintain the decorum and the positive atmosphere in the dressing room and the high momentum well if delhi leaves the rumor is that uh, they want to send jesse lingard so you know yeah the atmosphere will definitely light up if they do that <laughs> at least the manchester united will be very happy young About, he is considered least, young in a funny way, not an actual way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You you get that right. Still so, but he still has a lot of years. But yeah, regarding coming back to Tottenham, and uh, Theo Walcott to fulfill their potential. So we're still waiting on those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, right. We have a we have a lot of failures in the, in the Premier League who were supposedly brilliant players, but it's okay. Coming back to Tottenham, I believe uh, if we are to go by anything that we saw in the last game. the way they bounced back after the the first goal it it was brilliant i mean that was that was some crazy understanding between tot uh, kane and son the, the third goal like is the hat trick goal with son scored it was a no look pass i mean he did not even look whether son is making but he was so confident that now that he has the ball son is going to go burst off into the run so that's that's some amazing uh, you know telepathy between the players and understanding where they play how they position themselves onto the field so I I do I would not say I would like to pick either of Son or Kane as the influence. I think both of them are very important to the club right now. The way again it's like a, a development process for the club, and Jose is doing a good job there. So both of them are very important. And against Newcastle, I think I think they will hammer in another two three goals for sure. Let's let's go for let's go with four one. Four one, okay. Well, and we'll yeah. get there, but that's good. Four one. Uh, it's interesting. You think Newcastle will score a goal? That's that's interesting. ഫാന്റസിഡിക്ഷൻ So I think Kane is a fantasy Premier League pick here for you guys. If I think from our experts, at least that's what we're getting here. That if you are doing the FPL team for this week and pick Kane, <laughs> not, um, not for me. <laughs> not for you. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, take it for take it or leave it. All right. Uh, so that's on Spurs. Let's talk about uh, Manchester City now. Let's talk about another small club. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Others <laughs> um, to go. Like that was a pun. Even the audience knows that. Yes, I know. I know. Yes. Um, no, no, we mean it. We mean. We mean it. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very that was that was very mean so we can get going no worries guys so <laughs> okay yes manchester city uh, uh they taking on the city a uh, great game against uh, bulls other uh, she anticipating any changes pet likes to rotate are you expecting any changes for the bulls for this one for less time uh, 
yeah so there would be a lot of changes from uh, manchester city because uh, there has been a hectic schedule for them and uh, we have a lot of like, big players on the bench as well we have a strong bench so pep would be using it very wisely we have ferran torres we have mares bernardo silva who are benching against uh, wolves so we were we are expecting many changes bernardo silva may come in the middle or it may be foden can play in the middle and bernardo on the wings uh, or maybe mares and ferran torres can also be seen like in place of sterling if not uh, sterling because he has been brought up for the left flank basically because we have players on the right flank and he can play so let's see even in the middle we can see changes fernandinho might play or might not it depends on pep guardiola at last and even cancelo can also feature in place of mendy if mendy doesn't feature uh, any other any time soon or doesn't get injury so yeah why not i would just start ake or laport i mean is laport ready to return no not yet so ake will continue start okay um nenad uh just found out this week uh, ndd is out for another 6 weeks for lester but is it critical blow i think do you think that just completely city are that's, that's this is pretty much uh, so on paper city are favorites with the team 1 and team 2 against any team currently in the premier league for barring maybe barring maybe liverpool but uh, but uh, ndd uh, being out for 6 weeks is going to be a big blow for lester to fill in that uh, you know physicality in the back but uh, that being said uh, man Pep can just to win some teams if he finds a weakness, and I don't want that to happen because Leicester is a very strong club, and I hope to see a good match. I and I, I was just watching the match last week, Leicester's match, and Wadi can still run. I mean, he has announced his retirement from international football, but that guy can still run, and I just want him to run down players uh, in the front if he can get some good balls. Uh, let's see. Uh, I I I always don't understand. Uh, I forgot uh, why don't. Uh, Let's to play uh, Tamari Gray from the beginning. Why is he always a substitute? I mean, he's a good player. He so I always so that's why agreed. Agreed. I mean that that can be uh, trained, but I think he has talent enough to be in the top eleven. I don't. I don't think he is. He is not nurturing himself well, probably. So yeah, he needs someone who can maybe. Let's see. But yeah, I think it will be a good game to watch. Uh, City probably will edge it out in the end, but. maybe it can be a draw i i'm edging towards a draw probably a, a two two all draw but yeah, a city win more more the predictions uh stashworth who, who do you think is going to be the key player for city though in this game who do you think is going to make the difference for this yeah, uh, for, for man city i think uh, it's obviously kevin kevin de bruyne will be the key player mm-hmm. and also uh, and also raheem sterling it's in city every from start to uh, starting level all the players are Uh, very very important for the opposition means uh, who do who do who will you stop so it's obvious that their front their front front uh, forward line is very strong maybe their weakness is little bit on the defensive area and uh, fernandinho also so i think uh, these are the and for uh, leicester i think uh, jerry wardy as usual will be the key key player and the new and the uh, Daniel Pratt, I think the Pratt, the, the new player Menace. that has, yeah. So he's also doing a good job for Leicester. So yeah, uh, so these the players will be the key. Yeah, Sterling, yeah, Sterling definitely is going to be key because how many chances he misses is going to determine whether City win or not. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to get that in. Mention that. Uh, yeah, you had to drop that in, right? Okay. Well, Adarsh, what do you think is going to be the score uh, in this one? 
uh, it's uh, going to be three one for me because Lester is someone who can break from the high line, the high press with Bardi or any other player who has speed. Uh, City would be scoring three because it's at home and they are in a fine form. So yeah, I'm expecting goals from them as well as one from Leicester, like maybe Vardy. Enal, you said two two. You're sticking with that? Yeah, I'm going to be sticking with that too. All. Oh, that's a bold prediction there. Uh, Shah, what do you think? Yeah. yeah uh, you know that we're talking about Manchester City, right? Not United. <laughs> like, I just want to make sure. If you were to Manchester, I would have said two 0 to Leicester City. I mean, I know the condition of the club right now. I'm playing eleven. <laughs> I, I love the club by heart, but I I am also a very practical guy. But still, I I I know that Leicester can really produce some good football. Not because they won the league four years back, but they they can be a danger. But let's see. What's football if you can dream a little? Exactly, exactly. I uh, just sorry to cut you off there, but what was your prediction? Yeah, mine will be two one. Two one, uh, City. Man, so Man City will. Yeah, Man City two one. Yes, Manchester City. All right, so there we have it. Uh, predictions for Manchester City. We're now building up to a big game of the weekend, if you can call it the weekend. It's actually on Monday. Uh, it is Monday. Liverpool against Arsenal. Uh, more intriguing than I think normally is. I think in the last few years. I think this one is really an intriguing game based on what we've seen in the last few uh, months from Arsenal. But uh, uh, Shashwat, do you think that Arsenal should go with a back three or a back four for this one? Yeah, in my opinion, I think uh, defense will be the key. Mm-hmm. In this game, and uh, as you have seen that uh, in back four, Arsenal normally struggles. So Arteta will uh, initially try with back three, at, uh, in back three with uh, with uh, David Luiz, Gabriel in the middle, and uh, and the third is a little bit difficult because if uh, third defender, because uh, that's where uh, if Gabriel is yeah. If uh, that is, if holding is is playing, then he is going to be peppered by Salah. Uh, uh, that is that is for sure. If Kolasinac plays, then he is also going to be peppered. So uh, now, Kiranteini uh, is not fit, and say uh, that is why. Yeah. So if he's fit, I will go for with him. So so uh, I think this will be the three options because what William uh, William Saliba he didn't even start the league cup game. So yeah. What's, what's going yeah. on there? Yeah, I think uh, this is a. Uh, uh, according to me, I think Arteta is still allowing him to settle down. Uh, but uh, he should have been included in last game in place of holding, uh, so that we would have at least this was a league cup would have been a clear uh, good practice for him for the big big games. So yeah, uh, yeah so big games in EPL or in uh, Europa League. So at present, uh, I think. Uh, he might his he's just there, but uh, at present if uh, Arteta is not trusting him to start, so that is why. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's why. Why to change when you're getting results out of the out of the first team? Like they have won all last five games or six games. Like the good goal scoring like result. So why change it at first place? Yeah. It will eventually bring down the confidence of the players who are playing well, who are getting. Like good exactly. results, like center defender, like defenders are scoring goal. Gabriel is scoring goal. They are having a good partnership. Why change it? Yeah, no, for sure. And and. Talking about a game against Liverpool, it is very important that they stick with what they have been winning with, because you know it 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 plays on mentally more than what you do on the field actually. Because as as I said, that if you are winning, stay with it. You you probably might surprise the champions. Not sure though, but just saying. <laughs> 
but uh-huh. still you know you can adapt on the field on you have 90 enough good enough minutes to do what to do so yeah i don't think they need to change a lot of strategy go with what they have their their strong points they did beat them in the last premier league game and also they got a win in the community shield so there is they are strong exactly yeah it's an intriguing game but speaking of changing winning combinations uh, ninan do you think uh, would you stick with the midfield three that started uh, against chelsea for liverpool or would you bring thiago in i am not sure i mean going by the stats there were a lot of talks about he completing 75 passes and all that all not whatever in a winning game but i think yeah it's it's a big game uh, because these are big clubs and just to give a taste of what it feels like to play against a big club like arsenal just to i think i think he should get a start i i, I surely want to want him to see uh, in the in the playing 11 first up so your voice is big who would you take out like who would you swap thiago with that's a difficult question let's say it's uh, you got uh, vinaldum you got keta and then you got the player of the year jordan henderson <laughs> and in the starting phase like when city are in a good like momentum and they want the title back and liverpool are keen to like hold on to the title i don't think they should make any major changes in the midfield because thiago is a major change when i'm saying thiago it's a major change and i don't think they should change it keta has been with like liverpool for for like year or two and he hasn't played much because of his injury but he knows the dynamics and uh, the demand of klopp he knows his partners like anderson like even fabinho if he plays defensive midfielder and uh, for thiago it will be uh, a risk what the uh, club would be choosing because in the midfield is something which is a ball winning midfield for club and it's the wing like full backs who makes the most of the play for liverpool so he can change those players on the full backs but not in the middle i would say so i would not include thiago as of now but would only they keep him for the substitute when the team is not picking or not creating enough chances ashashwat what do you think is going to be the key battle from arsenal's point of view what do you think is going to be the key individual battle that you think uh, will define the bit of yeah uh, first of all the first most important thing is will be to keep uh, mane and salah quiet because uh, and and uh, if you if you have seen in the last game Liverpool had a very bad game. Means uh, they means uh, uh, in the last uh, league game in which uh, you saw Liverpool were not at their best. You saw uh, uh, Virgil Van Dijk making mistake as well as Alisson making mistake. So they will be up for it, and this time they will be uh, they will be uh, means uh, they will not take Arsenal that lightly. So in my opinion, the key battle will be obviously to stop Salah and Mane. and that is we need to defend better and uh, win those, those midfield battles and then uh, and then uh, feed obamian and uh, lacazette with the chances uh, in the last game you saw against west ham we lacked a little bit of creativity creativity and uh, then out of nowhere uh, a goal came out goal goal came so uh, in my opinion this we have to improve a lot because last game we were not at, at our best at all uh, 
and it was means uh, West Ham were the better side till uh, till uh, in, the, in the second half all, uh, also. So we have to play better uh, in this game against Liverpool. And, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah um, uh, Adash, what do you think is going to be the key battle, uh, the key player for Liverpool, or the key battle even? Uh, Liverpool, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold again, because he's the one who is creating so many chances for them. If like Arsenal managed to click on to him, and even like uh, Robertson, I think they can stop them from scoring a lot of goals, if not a single goal. So, because if Arsenal plays with three at the back, and uh, like the two complete wing-backs would be Maitland-Niles or in the left would be Tierney if he is fit. So, Let's see if they can clip those spaces and not allow Salah and Mane to make those runs and just hold on to uh, Arnold and Robertson from crossing. Maybe they can just like uh, score and counter with the help of Aubameyang. Maybe. It's going to be interesting because you've got a back five most likely for Arsenal uh, against uh, the front three and the two full backs. So it'll be like five on five, which in yeah. theory might give they might give Arsenal a better chance. Uh, but then you pro- and you're probably looking at the midfield. Three. Equal to so three five. Yeah, we'll probably play a three five two, and they'll have two against two basically uh, in forwards. It's actually because of two strikers against the two centre halves. So it's actually quite interesting. It might be an interesting, intriguing that tactical battle there. I think that that would be very very interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but uh, Nenad, prediction, score prediction. What do you think is going to happen? Win, lose, draw. Which way? Uh, two one. Two one Arsenal. Oh wow! Are you really going bold today? Eh? Two one two a draw for City. I'm 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 I. This is this is my first time. Uh, but over the years, I don't know why I have been very good with predictions. I mean, I've been following following football for the past twenty five years. Somehow they come correct. I don't know why. Okay. Wow. All right. Two one for uh, for Arsenal. That is that's bold. Well, you know what? You make an impression the first time, and if you get it right, we'll have to we'll have to invite you back. Let's see. These for sure. Adesh, what do you think? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like one-one for me. Arsenal scoring on counter, whereas uh, uh, Liverpool scoring one goal somehow after like going past Arsenal's bus. Yeah, maybe one-one. Oh, uh, uh, what do you think? You've got very uh, optimistic predictions here, so. Uh, so I, I uh, since Liverpool will definitely start as the favorite, but uh, I have to be optimistic. So I am, I am thinking that uh, Liverpool won. Uh, Arsenal too. So just and uh, I will be happy with a draw also. <laughs> so because uh, okay. just the so you know, I picked United to lose a draw. So just because you're a fan, you don't have to be optimistic. Sometimes being pessimistic is also a good thing. Well, learn yeah, from exactly. United fans. You don't have to be optimistic every time. Yes. Well, in my so case, you don't have to be optimistic at all. But anyway, this uh, Mike Love sucks the optimism out of us. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, this is that's actually going to be a very interesting game and a very big game. So, uh, and that's I think all that we have for today. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Uh, it was very, really exciting to have you, and we've more or less covered uh, most of the games. But we have a bit of time. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the other games that we have. Some of the other teams actually. Everton, uh, they're playing at uh, West Ham. Of course, I'm not sure actually. West Ham or Crystal Palace. Uh, that they're playing. Let's take a quick look at the week at the games for this week as well, just so that we can. Uh... Everton has been my favorite team apart from the top four. If we if we yeah, do I still have. Even I told this in uh, the last talk show we had. Like I have my eyes on Everton. Uh, James is the guy. James Rodriguez is the guy who I'm eyeing on. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the squad also, that being said, uh, Ancelotti came in almost at the later half of the season, but he has he has some vision. He He's a top-class manager and he can get the best out of the players. And obviously, as you mentioned about uh, James, I think he will he will do some wonders with the club. Yeah, and the best part is the board is backing him with the transfers as well. Like, whatever he's exactly. asking, the board is providing him. So, that this is the right time for him to... Don't try to rub salt into our wounds indirectly, others. Okay, we get that where you're coming from. So, Everton are playing Crystal Palace away from home. Uh, what do you think is going to be the score in that one? Crystal Palace uh, versus? Uh, Nina, the, what do you think is going to be the score? Everton against Crystal Palace away from home. Everton are away? Yeah. Oh, that's that's gonna be. I think I I'll go for a draw here. I think it's gonna be two-two because Crystal Palace are on a roll. I mean, Zaha and Townsend are doing. I I have always loved him, not because he went from United to some other club, but I like him as a player. And I yeah, and it it will be a good it will be a good game. I'm not sure about the scoreline, but let's say two-two. It will be a draw. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, others? What do you think that? Yeah, I would go for two nil for Everton because Everton are in a very good form. And when you talk about uh, like Crystal Palace players, it's mostly Zaha and Townsend, and both of them are super inconsistent. So I don't like see them like doing some magic or some works or goals from that side. Uh, it would be an Ancelotti masterclass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaswat? Yeah. Uh, according to me, also uh, Everton win. Uh, that is, uh, but it will be high scoring game. That is, I think it will be two four Everton four uh, because they are scoring goals. You have seen. And Hamas has been in good, great form, uh, as well as Cal- Calvert Lewin. So I think uh, it will be two, three, or two, four uh, in favor of Everton. Yeah, yeah some very good predictions. Here's a stat for you: Everton actually second in the table, Leicester first, and Crystal Palace I think a fifth at the moment. So you know, just uh, they all have won uh, two games each. So they all in six points. So it's interesting, isn't it, how the table shapes up at the start of the season, particularly when the big teams are. Uh, but on that note, one more team we're going to talk about very quickly, Leeds United. Uh, they can everyone, I think aside from Everton, I think everyone has been pleasantly surprised and happy to see uh, Leeds United. They will be taking on uh, Sheffield United, who I think have had a very uneventful start to the season. They haven't actually done very well so far, Sheffield United. They've lost both games uh, so far. So, I mean, it's attack versus defense really, isn't it? Uh, in some ways. Yeah, for, for the kind of season they had after being promoted and then... After that, what they have done in the first two games, it's absolutely completely opposite to what they did the entire year. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the defense was really good last year. They were scoring some goals here and there. Lundstrom was good. He, he missed a penalty as well in the last game. Yeah. But if you, if you come to Leeds, I mean, I, I saw the game against Liverpool, man. That was a good game. That that really was a very good game. They, they, they keep coming back. Even in the last game, they just keep coming back. I don't know how to do it. Is, is it is it that the Premier League teams are giving it easy to them, maybe it on the plate? But let's let's see it against the other big boys. If, let's well, see how they do against United. Well, against Fulham, you know, they actually had the lead and then they let Fulham come back into it. Like, made it from four exactly, back. yeah. So, yeah, um, it, that is a good game as well. Get, uh, with the Leeds. What do you do? Well, you don't know what you're going to get. It's, you're not going to get a very good defensive performance. So, they did bring in a new yeah. defender now. They brought in... Uh, yeah, they brought in a new signing, so we'll see how that goes. But what, uh, Shashwat, what's your prediction for the score for Leeds against Sheffield? Leeds are away from home. Yeah, I think it will be a draw. Uh, uh, means uh, 1-1. 1-1? Uh, because, wow. Yeah. yeah that because, is a very bold uh, prediction to say 1-1, I, you know, because <laughs> that's, that's very bold. But yeah, for sure, 1-1. Yeah. Okay, uh, Adash, yeah. what do you think? 
Yeah, I'm expecting a Leeds United win because they have been a really entertaining team for all of us, like all Premier League fans. We, we are very proud to have such team back in Premier League who can actually take on like title cha- title champions like with such a like toe to toe match. So yeah, I'm uh, going with two 0 for Leeds United. Two 0 Ah, that's also, that's also bold. Expecting Leeds to keep a clean sheet. Got some bold predictions here for this one. Uh, Nina, what do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be a draw, I, uh, but, but a high-scoring draw because Leeds do score up front, but they start leaking goals and Sheffield United might just find a way to s- score goals themselves. So, maybe a two-all draw. Not high-scoring, maybe a three-all, maybe. Uh, you never know. I was going to go for three-all. Right? Three-all seems Exactly. Uh, let's, let's keep it to three-all. It, it probably can be a high-scoring game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, but it's definitely a prediction. But yeah, that's definitely interesting. Well, uh, for the fantasy Premier League teams, make sure you don't put any Leeds defenders in your team if you don't, you don't want to lose points. That's oh, a- no, no, not yet, not yet. Uh, but, we, but thank you so much. I think this is wonderful. Thanks so much, guys, for joining me today. Uh, we've got some really good predictions, some good fantasy family league uh, insights as well, if you're, if you're into that kind of thing. And obviously, you've got a lot of uh, good informa- uh, information and predictions for the score. So, I think we've, we've got a lot of ground. I uh, will now see how this goes. This video will be played for you guys. And make sure you keep a copy or whatever so we can come back to it after the games to see how the predictions did. So, I uh, will know exactly how things went. But uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Nat. First time on the show. It was really a great pleasure to have you. Uh, thanks so much, Asad, as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, Others, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, to have thank you. you so much for having me once again. Yeah. Like, I keep coming back to your show again and again with the same face. So, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rohit, for having us. It was a great show, great talk. Thank you, Evan. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Arshad and Arush. Uh, yeah, just uh, before uh, you guys leave, just make sure to like the video if you enjoyed it. Uh, then definitely, we want uh, to see how many people like it. Also, remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new uh, and, and uh, if you haven't done so already. We want to get past 80 subscribers to so help us get that get that milestone. Uh, so please subscribe. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll be back again soon. Bye bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to that episode of Late Night Football. We need your help to grow this channel, so if you've been enjoying the show thus far, please do like and subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, drinking buddies, fellow football fans, and anybody else you know or don't know. We really appreciate it. Uh, please also follow us on Twitter and Facebook via the links in the description below and spread the word about us. Take care.